You're listening to a 58 Ember production. there folks my name is audrey jean flowers and welcome to the completely fucking clueless podcast and my name is sarah alice liddy and we both use she her pronouns uh, guys it's been forever since we recorded an episode the two of us literally i don't think i can remember the last time we were sitting on this couch doing this my guess was the episode before my birthday but i could be wrong about that no but that yeah. was a fucking month ago i know it's been so long we've been testing out new formats mm-hmm. trying new things it's been so much fun it has but, but it also has made it so like we often hold back telling each yes. other about things so that we can tell each other on the podcast and so this has made it so I'm sure there's like at least three important things that I didn't tell you about right because you were we waiting. didn't record no I <laughs> and know then I forgot I have like a very big life update which I'll get into but like I can't believe that I haven't talked about it on the podcast because I feel like mm-hmm. it's been like I've been doing this thing all this month and I'm just like I can't believe that you guys don't know about the it pops don't know it's crazy it's so crazy and then later in the episode we're gonna do a little bit of on our toxic that's trade. it I was like what is the word again and we were gonna do this like I feel like a month and a half ago at this point. Yes. Um, oh, but then it got delayed, which was good because it gave it time to add more stuff. But at a certain point I had to stop adding stuff because I was like, this is going to make you just seem like a horrible, disgusting person. I was like, everything I do is a toxic trait. Mm-hmm. Literally everything. Though I was telling a coworker about it today and she was like, these just seem like kind of gross things you do slash just like <laughs> kind of quirky things you do. And I was like, okay, well they can't all be like genuinely horrible things about me right. that would be depressing it's kind of like the whole like brown flag thing because yeah. i heard like i think brown flags can I be like orange flag better than brown flag okay. brown flag i that, don't know brown flag to me means you shit your pants uh- <laughs> <laughs> like in one of those school bags like those brown paper bags <laughs> oh no i was just thinking that's what i'm thinking <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh. Sorry, I'm dying. Good. I'm still getting over being sick a little bit. Uh, no, I've heard brown flag. I've never heard brown flag, but I don't like it because to me, a brown flag means like, hey, that little kid shit their pants. Okay. So it's like. That's things- not a thing. I'm. This isn't a thing. This is just what my brain thinks of when <laughs> I hear brown flag. Okay. Brown the- flag means someone shit their pants. <laughs> the name of this episode should be like uh, toxic traits are red, are orange flags. Yes. There we go. Our, 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 our orange, orange flags. flags. Our orange flags. Our, 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 our burnt Burnt, burnt orange. orange oh what was do you remember that one meme where the guy's talking about loving a color and calls it something really obnoxious and the guy like it's not whatever it's orange you motherfucker it's like a <laughs> meme that was popular like a decade ago so love that it but it's a reference to the one where they design clothes what design the, clothes? that reality tv show where they design clothes oh P- project runway project runway. oh my god wow i love that i got that yes slay you. okay you guys before we get into the not even the meat of the episode before we get into any of the actual episode into the episode we we wanted to have a little quick chat yeah talk with you guys you know there's been a lot of things going on in our world and we thought like you know the best place to kind of talk about it was here because this is like our platform and it felt wrong to record and not acknowledge it yeah yeah uh, absolutely and I think it also felt wrong to like just repost something on Instagram yeah like I think it's nice to have this platform to actually like say it in our own words and talk about it so I am going to be looking at my phone just because we wanted to have it you know well thought out not just like coming off of the brain um Yeah. yeah okay so as we said to you guys you know before we wanted to get into things we wanted to talk about what has been occurring in our world the last couple of weeks we are extremely heartbroken for all the people who have lost their lives and those whose worlds have been turned upside down due to the events that have taken place We sympathize for everyone out there who is feeling hurt and afraid. There have been so many innocent children, men, women, and people who have lost their lives and their families. And it is devastating to see so many lives taken too soon. We by no means have the answers, uh, as we almost never do. And we thought it was still important to say that we do not support or condone terrorism and the brutal killing of innocent people. But... With that said, I I really liked what SNL Pete Davidson, he hosted the other week, and I really liked what he said about how in the darkest times of his life, he has turned to comedy, and I think a lot of us have. And so I hope that something in the next 
40-ish minutes, I don't know how long we're going to record, makes you laugh or even just crack a smile because the world's really fucking scary right now. So yeah, much love to y'all. Love to you all. And let's get into the episode. Okay, you guys. So the biggest life update that I have for you all, and it's so like 20s related, is that I have been apartment hunting in New York City. Woo! Which is crazy. I was cracking up because... Sarah had told me like we're probably gonna move in the new year yeah and then she told me that they start looking at apartments and I was like so you only start looking at apartments like probably max three maybe four weeks before you want to move but four weeks is honestly a stretch yeah okay that's the thing is that I didn't know this about the- <laughs> there is so much that I'm learning in this process and that is one of the things but basically at the beginning of October I was just kind of bored one night and I was like <laughs> I literally was just bored and so I had downloaded Street Easy, but I had never downloaded Zillow. So I decided to download Zillow. And I actually prefer Zillow to Street Easy. Just like the way that it's formatted, like makes a lot more sense to me. So I get on Zillow and, you know, I start seeing things and I'm like, okay, yeah. this looks this looks decent. And I'm sending them back and forth with Liz. Um, and Liz is somebody I went to high school with. She's been on the podcast and we are trying to move in together. And... Um, we're sending them back and forth and I'm sending them back and forth to my mom and my mom sends me this one apartment on the Upper West Side and we're like oh my god it looks really good lesson number one I've learned things look so different in person than they do in those photos absolutely especially when it comes to the size of things like they're Mm -hmm. all using 0.5 and it's so fucking annoying um but this one it didn't look that different but like just in a general thing I've learned is that everything looks so different from the photo so if you like something go see it in person so I meet the realtor for this apartment that we really like um and Instead of showing the apartment that we had requested to see first, she showed us another apartment uh, unit that was available. And this one was a little bit above the price range. So I kind of like didn't take it seriously. But like, my God, it was gorgina. The living, oh my God, the the living space was huge. I remember walking in and I was just like, holy shit this is huge it was so big um and newly renovated was very nice my only like two cons about that first unit were the rooms were really tiny Mm -hmm. and something that's pretty important to me is and this may seem silly is like doing my makeup and like having a little space to do that because it is like very therapeutic for me like I swear to god those two hours getting ready to go out are more fun than the actual going out sometimes like (laughs) that is just my thing I love it and I wasn't going to be able to have that. But I was like, this apartment is so nice. Like, I guess, like, mm-hmm. you know, you give in. Trade-offs. Yeah. yeah. Compromise. Yeah. And I Living think in New York is all about compromise. Literally. That's another thing I'm learning. It's all, like, you cannot have it all unless you are, like, a millionaire. Yeah. Um, and the other thing I didn't like about that apartment was it was on the second floor. Mm-hmm. And so I felt like people could like that was something you, yeah. yeah that's something I've learned through this process that I don't like is that if I feel like people can see me yeah um but then but again I wasn't taking it seriously because I was like this is above our price range and so we go and see the other unit that we had initially really liked and it was kind of more disappointing in person than the photos like the living space was really tiny and I work from home like 90% of the time so I was kind of like am I gonna want to work in this really tight space also like the living space didn't really have direct sunlight the sunlight was coming to the rooms but also again with the whole seeing thing even though it was on the sixth floor of this building it was directly in line with the courtyard of two museums and so I didn't again and especially in the bedroom very yeah I was like I just don't know if I'm liking this yeah um but basically after seeing these two apartments you know and my mom came and saw them with us you know I'm just the baby I need my mother's help um and so I my mom was talking to my dad and I think she also really loved that first unit um and my mom had always like has been dreaming of living in this area too so I feel like she's like vicariously living through me (laughs) um and so she had talked to my dad that night and fully transparency full transparency here is I am very fortunate that my parents are going to help me out 
in my move financially just because I don't make that a lot of money. I make like an entry level salary. And unfortunately, that is simply not enough to pay for a comfortable life in New York. Like it's insane. And so I'm very privileged and lucky to have their help. Um, And so she had talked to my dad and I think because she liked it so much, (laughs) he was like, "Okay, like I'd be willing to give you a couple extra hundred dollars so that you could live there. And I was shocked because when I saw this place I was like there's no way like I'm living here but it's cute to see it um and so I had told Liz and we were so excited because we really liked the place and so at first everything was going great like we've you know we sent in the security deposit that basically like secured our place in line for the apartment we were the first people to do that we're sending in the application like the real estate agent is talking or realtor whatever the fuck you call them like was talking so positively to us I was like oh my goodness this is crazy and and like guys I was so convinced that we had this apartment that Amazon Prime Day was October 11th and 12th I ordered a everything imaginable (laughs) and honestly though even though uh, ruining the story it didn't work out um I what's it called I still got so much stuff for the apartment like on sale like tv a lot of appliances whatever but we were so convinced that we had this place that we're ordering all of this shit because we think that we're moving like that in a week week. yeah Yeah. literally and that's just how fast the process goes because Um, I looked at this apartment I think I moved in a week later yeah like and I think that's why it was so exciting was because I just randomly started looking and then it was like oh my god a week later I could be like living in this apartment that I love um and then at the last second the realtor showed it to somebody else and he came in and was like gave a more favorable offer it's insane that like I know overbidding is a thing but it's insane that in New York that has become a thing for renting and like I had a family friend who a similar situation happened with but like that was in a more expensive place like it's crazy that Right. Uh, like even like at again, this stage. nicer, like, but not insane apartments are right. still like you're getting outbid for rent. Literally. Yeah. We went back and forth twice with him and then he really re- like it would have been a considerably more. And, you know, uh, we do not have yeah. that money. And so, you know, it was so sad I was like hysterically crying because I had just like started yeah you get attached yeah you get attached you start seeing the next chapter Mm -hmm. and all these things um but I learned the two important lessons from this situation is one you cannot trust the realtor like (laughs) as much as they're giving you these positive vibes and energy just like keep yourself at bay because like this realtor was like, yeah, like sending you over the lease tonight, like all these things. And then it didn't end up happening. So my now process is like, okay, like even if you're talking positively to me, like you never know what's going to happen. Right. Exactly. Um, and then, yeah, it's like as hard as it is, like trying not to get too emotionally attached, yeah. but it is really hard, I think, especially like when you're excited. But all that being said, we've continued our search. We're very hopeful. Um, and hopefully, yeah, by like our goal is to be somewhere by the new year or be like signing a lease oh, yeah. or like whatever, because what we do have is that we only live like 30 45 minutes outside of the city especially from the area that we're looking in so like we're flexible like we're not like that is a really lucky circumstance is that we're not like we need an apartment now um so and you know we're saving some extra money so yeah so that's like my big t i felt like i was keeping a secret because like (laughs) not you guys didn't know and i was like oh my god like we haven't talked about this yeah yeah but that's my biggest t what's your biggest t guys i don't really think i have t um but you know what your tea is is audrey stayed out till 2 a.m in the morning when we okay so i did yeah i I, thought you were gonna say something else oh no 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 no, i would never (laughs) would never 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 sorry guys you can't know you can't know we're keeping a secret from you yes we are and you're never gonna learn (laughs) sorry and you're never gonna learn um Guys, it's like late at night. I'm being silly goofy. Um, But no, after the JP episode, you know, because JP is one of our favorite bartenders, we've made plans to go out with them after. And let me tell you, like it was. We went out. We went out. I started early and ended late. Yeah, because I remember. So we after after recording, we Mm -hmm. went and got dinner Mm -hmm. and then we went to like hens for like one quick drink. Mm -hmm. And then we went to this other bar called Playhouse. And I remember saying to Olivia, like on the right on the like walk there i was like 
you know, I, I'll be there for an hour and then I want to go home. Literally I think me. you said yeah. the same thing. But you guys, it was <laughs> it was show tunes night. It was show tunes night. And they had drag night. queens who were lip syncing to it, but then they would also have songs like play yes. and whoever could just get up and dance. And so someone ended up pulling me up and yeah. we did a full dance in which in the end they did a lift and I literally said to them, <laughs> I'm kind of heavy because I, for a moment, they started to go and lift me. And I was like, I have a video. Work. I have a video and Audrey's face is just like, <laughs> but because I literally you was have like, your arms at your side and you're like, I'm not, I don't know this man. Yes. I don't know his name. He was bold. He was, and he goes to a lift. And again, I'm pretty heavy and I've not done many lifts in my life. Ever. No, I know. Um, so I was like, "This is the moment I die." <laughs> Not really. I wasn't it was that so high. So funny, but it was so much fun. fun. It just like made me like remember why theater is can be so yes. magical. Like I think we looked at each other at one point. And we we're like, "Oh, we have to come back." Like it was Literally. so fun. It was so much fucking fun. I was still getting over being sick, and so I completely shot out my voice. Oh yeah, night. screaming, yelling, yeah. and then yeah, and I think by that point. Like, it was wild. And then we go to Stonewall, which we had never been to mm -hmm. before. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> yes. We did. And we there went... was another drag performance And there, there was another drag performance. And this performance. was a Sunday evening. I mean, a Millie Monday was off, so it was yeah, so long. It weekend, was um, Indigenous People's Day the next day. So, like, yeah, I had off. Um, but, yeah, I think I got home at 3 a.m. in the morning. Mm -hmm. I had my first, uh, very mild on the second day, but I had my first two-day hangover. Those are a thing. Um... But yeah, I was out past 2 a.m. And I don't, I, I don't understand. I know. I remember being like, oh my God, you're still here. I, I was shocked that I was still I, there. Me too. I like don't know how we boot and rallied. Like we didn't have Celsius's or anything. No. Like I'm flabbergasted. But I feel like the most fun nights that is what usually yes. happens is like it's usually it's just accidental right it just accidentally happens i also sprained my ankle that night you, you did um dancing re-sprained re -sprained. this is the fourth time i've sprained my right ankle um yours is also your right mine is my right yeah but it yeah, is the twins. right i actually went to the it's doctor today basically like a year since i sprained my ankle <laughs> at, uh, at the concert. Lizzo concert yes oh my god no yeah it was crazy i remember like it happened at the karaoke night um somebody had pulled up Liz to do the Skylar sisters and she was like please come with me and I was like I really don't want to do this but obviously I'm not gonna let her do it alone so I went up and he like spun me out and I like burnt on my on my ankle and I knew it the second I did it I was like I sprained my fucking ankle and the whole night like it was definitely swollen in my shoe but I was just like I'm gonna keep, keep going, going. <laughs> I'm gonna keep going <laughs> Hey. It was such a fun night, though. It was a very fun yeah, night. Yeah, what a night, guys. What a night. Um, So I turned 25. That's my oh, big update. Yeah. But that was now like a month ago. Because wow. today's the 20th, maybe? Maybe. Let's see. It's the 20th. Yes. Yeah, it's the 20th. So my birthday was essentially oh a month God. ago. We haven't talked about your birthday. <laughs> I don't think we have. I could be wrong. I don't know. I don't remember what I say on these things. Yeah. Um, Not really a me update. Congrats the WGA. Uh, oh yes they have ratified and come to an agreement with ampt now if the ampt can just uh come to the table and have good faith negotiation with sag aftra we would love that a hundred percent ampt go wga i'm so proud of you and i am personally so happy the late night tv shows are back yes because i have missed them i watch them a lot like in the morning they're a big part of my morning routine and it's been really sad that they haven't been there so i'm so happy that they really reached a fair deal but the flip side of that is I follow politics and like what happens in the world decently well. And like, I definitely do read the news and I look at other sources, but a decent amount I get from watching these late night shows. Yes. They cover the news. And so with them being off, I've definitely taken a little bit of a step back from keeping up with things the last few months. And now that it's back, I'm being reminded how fucking crazy our government is. I know. And I would say it's like, especially a little extra crazy right now with the, um, the speaker role of them trying to find role speak of the house yeah house i don't know i said speak. speaker role house. though uh theater <laughs> bitch uh, uh and it's all really crazy but it's just reminding me of like ooh, the world is really just absolutely crazy our politics are insane and to like keep educated as much as you can keep involved like the local level is where you can make the most impact so like try and keep up with your local politics like i now living in new york i really am trying to engage more locally and that like if you need to step away step away from politics for a bit but 
part of what's happening right now is there's so much insane shit happening that mm. we become numb to it. Like the yeah. fact that there's a former president that has multiple indictments against them is a fucking insane thing. The fact that the new speaker of the house might end up being someone who still refuses to publicly admit that the election, the last election, 2020 was not rigged. Um, and that Joe Biden is our legally correct elected president is fucking insane. Um, and it's, it's fucking exhausting to keep up with, but we have to not let ourselves be fucking worn down and keep caring and keep noticing like, Hey, this is fucking crazy. And you shouldn't be able to fucking do this. Yeah. Oh, and then, uh, uh, I mean, the spooky season's almost over, but you still have a little bit of time when this comes out, um, on Amazon, a really fun sort of goofy horror spooky season movie. Totally killer. 10 out of 10 recommend. Totally killer. Yeah. It's great. And it has uh claire dumphy from modern family in it oh yeah yeah i'm not a spooky movie person i really like horror comedies and this is Mm. a horror comedy so i like when it's like dark but funny dark but funny (laughs) 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 um but yeah so i'm 25 i'm not as freaked out as i thought i would be but i also don't really let myself stew on it for too long yeah um my therapist said that she's starting to see my brain sort of settle oh i don't know if i agree but okay wow. also i take vitamins now because i'm trying to take <gasps> wait care which of vitamins do you take i take a bunch of them some of which i'm not going to remember i uh, take vitamin d so that's it i've started <laughs> taking vitamin d because none of us get enough sunlight but let me tell you so i started taking vitamin d at the beginning of last winter M- last winter was yeah, the especially first with winter, winter coming yes, up yeah the first that was the first winter and i feel like years where i didn't feel seasonally depressed so i take magnesium calcium okay maybe b i take a lot of b12 ones, yeah i take a lot of ones that are recommended for depression okay but what, like the research that i did of like making sure that i and if you take antidepressants and you want to start taking vitamins make sure to go and research of there are certain ones that a can conflict with antidepressants so mm. make sure to google that and also uh like there's certain ones that are recommended for depression unless you're on an ssri because otherwise you're at danger of like serotonin syndrome um so i'm not on any of those i'm i'm on like calcium magnesium vitamin d i take some mushroom vitamin that my mom gave to me that's supposed to help with your immune system i don't know what the fuck it is <laughs> Um, I don't know. I take five of them and I, I only just, just named like three. So I take some others as well. I don't fucking know, but I put them in a little pretty thing and I put them next to my meds, which have a timer to make sure I take them. And because it's pretty and it's a little bit fun and I get to do a little thingy, it makes me take them. So do the little silly thing that'll make you actually take them. And yeah. she throws them. And you I was throw. really convinced actually it was going to hit something and it was going to open and spill everywhere. So I'm really <laughs> thankful it didn't do that because that would have been really embarrassing. I've done that. Like, so for a while I had one of those things and now it just like doesn't work for me. It actually works more. I'll take them more if I just have the individual bottles. Mm-hmm. And I have this like little like cosmetic case where I keep all of my medicine. Um, it's five. Five is too many for me to pull out every day. Yeah. No, that is, that's true. But I used to hate when I would drop that thing and they would spill all over the fucking place and then you have to oh no 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 Mm. it's the worst i need to start taking magnesium because um transparently like being honest in my glutide you it makes i already have ibs to begin with but it makes it even worse so i'm going to the gastro soon live yeah because growing up is having hemorrhoids everyone and I, and I will say it, I'll say it on the podcast. It is annoying and it's painful and I have them and I hate it. I'm sorry. Yeah. But hopefully my gastro will help me. I don't have hemorrhoids, but do you know what I have had? What fissures? Uh, I, oh. I don't know what that is. It's like a, t- uh, like a scraping your butthole. Oh, kind of. I've yeah. gotten chafing in my butt, butt yeah. crack before. Yeah. Like that's honestly the, one of the biggest things right now that holds me back from running is sometimes it chafes my butt crack. Oof. But nothing Ow. as bad as, so my sister rowing has oh. gotten really bad chafe butt crack and she has showed me before and Ooh. it's haunting. Ouchie. <laughs> Meaning I have also just seen my sister's full butthole. Do you want to hear a funny story? Sure. I didn't end up finishing it because I don't know. I went back to school or something. Anyway, my oldest sister for a while worked at a dermatologist practice. And so I started getting laser hair removal. Oh, yeah. Um, And I did armpits and like bikini line. And I think I literally did one session. So like I very much still have hair there. One session doesn't do really anything. Yeah. Um, But 
because I wasn't a real patient, I hadn't been given information about what I was supposed to do beforehand. And so I hadn't shaved because I wasn't Uh sure if I was supposed to. Should have Googled it. Um, And so do you know what happened? Did they have to shave for you? My oldest sister uh, had to dry shave my vagina for me. Oh, um, not dry shave? Here's the thing. That didn't even bother me because it was my oldest sister sister. shaving my vagina at her place of work um and you know we're now bonded in a way that we can never take back um my sister has shaved my vagina for me so that's love that that you know what that is love Love. that is love you know what oh guys i have a clueless clear up i wrote it down oh god i definitely have some of those let me look at mine yes i have a clueless moment and a clueless clear up but i'll give the clear up first so Mm -hmm. uh you know having a big girl job means you get benefits and one of the benefits i get is like 401k life and so i didn't even know what a 401k was i didn't even know there's a Roth, a Roth account or a pre-tax account. I didn't know what they meant. And so I decided to go to this, like our company had this like thing with the company accountant and she like basically explained what each account meant and like the benefits of each one and the cons, pros and cons. So now I know that there's a difference between a 401k Roth versus a pre-tax. And I understand like how much like I should invest of my money to get like the the matching yes but i was just like i finished the session and i was like wow i feel so smart and educated do you know what almost brought me to tears this week um so my i've lived here for a while you're supposed to change your or clean your dishwasher filter pretty often i've lived here for over two years haven't cleaned it oh no um and so it finally i was all of a sudden like it looks gross and i can't wash things in here anymore um and so i tried for quite a while to figure it out myself i did the googling i found a manual the manual said nothing about cleaning or how to do anything fucking useful and i was like you suck manual <laughs> um i looked at a lot of videos none of them were quite the same as mine and the one that was closest was a dude taking like a tool and going in and like popping something open and i was like okay if i keep trying this i'm gonna fucking break it um so i i reached out to my building and they did fix it for me but i felt so my mom family is also was in arizona and so they were in a different time zone so i just wanted to call my mommy and be like yes um (laughs) and i'm not kidding i literally it almost brought me to tears because i like just could not figure it out um i hate that i hate when that happens like when you feel like so frustrated because you're just trying to do something this is so simple i should be able to do this so my toolbox is literally still out for me like opening it and just sitting there and being like it's not working um so they came and did it for me so the, I still don't know how to do it. Oh, the people in the building? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, that's nice. I, I put in like a maintenance request of like, this isn't really maintenance. And like, I would love to be shown how to do it because I don't I don't <laughs> know. And I don't want to break it. And because I'm pretty confident if I keep trying, I'm going to break it. I'm going to break I'm it. I'm really sorry. Um, and they also fixed my toilet seat, which has been broken for a while. Gotta love that. And again, that. I'm not complaining about them not fixing it. I just literally didn't file a thing to fix it. Um that's the tea oh and i had to scrub my toilet really aggressively because i've also been having some tummy issues and i was like they they can't see they can't see this like they say on tiktok all hot girls have Have tummy tummy issues issues. all right and that's the tea and the thing is is like i was thinking about this yesterday because so basically when unfortunately my body has constipated itself like my hemorrhoids will hurt more like it's just like this weird thing but i was thinking to myself like the other day like i'm in pain and i'm like remember the good old days when you could just like go bathroom like what changed like honestly not even because i had such bad stomach issues as a kid i had to be on like a fiber supplement because something was fucked up about my body uh oh see like it really just like turned for me one day during the pandemic i my body just decided to stop going to the bathroom and then i went to the (laughs) hospital um because oh my god i remember this yeah yeah because my parent like i thought i had an appendicitis because my stomach hurt so much and they were like nah you're just filled of shit yeah you're just filled and i had to do a colonoscopy prep which was mm-hmm. terrible but yeah ever shocking since then amount of friends who have had colonoscopies for the age that we are i'm shocked at how many friends right i've not had a colonoscopy i haven't I- had one i've just done the prep okay. for one i i've not had a colonoscopy but back when I, so i had a <laughs> i'm saying this like you guys know this <laughs> um my sophomore year of college i basically 
got like at least one UTI every month right. for months on end to the point in which they almost put me on just a daily antibiotic, wow. which is not, not good. good to do. Um, but as part of it, or maybe it was for the kidney failure. I don't remember. I had to go to a doctor and they did the thing where they stick the tube up your urethra and they want to see you pee and they have you in a scanner. <laughs> and guys, they had to just give up because I couldn't, I couldn't pee. They literally like, I drank so much water. I had to pee so badly. They literally even went into the other room to turn on water. They left the room, like yeah. did everything. We went for so long of them trying to get me to pee. I, I couldn't get my body to pee. You know the time where and I had to pee so badly. I literally, once they took it out, I had to fucking run to the bathroom because I had to pee so badly. Uh, yeah. But I couldn't pee in the tube. The other time that the, not the other time, the only time I've ever experienced that, like having to pee so badly, but not being able to go is when I went and visited Olivia for the first time. Like, so we went, I visited them in October. We had been talking since August, but the first time like we saw each other in person mm-hmm. was that October. And, um, I, could not I was so nervous and just like so like holy shit I had to pee so badly but I could not pee for the dear life of me I like twice while stoned have like kind of forgotten how to pee (laughs) and I like I I do eventually get to a point where I can pee but like it takes me like five minutes to figure out how to pee because my body just it's only happened to me like twice but I remember being like is this it i was like why can't i pee and it was just like i my body could not figure out what muscles to like do to pee i guess that's so i got there eventually though see okay this is so funny this is turning into our pee poop episode i I know but like sorry i'm sorry but now i have to talk about this story too so another thing that happens to me like every once in a while is like I'll suddenly have to go number two so badly and I get on the toilet and it's almost like I'm going to faint and I start profusely sweating. I burst an eye bless one time pooping. Oh my God. It's insane. <laughs> it's like I will start insanely like dripping. Yeah. Oh God. That Do was you know, so loud. Dripping you know those sweat. poops where you have to like fully undress? Yes. Like where it's too much and you can't be wearing clothes and you have to get full naked in the yeah. bathroom. <laughs> I don't have those often, but like, you know, those poops where you require being naked. <laughs> like you need your full body to like, it's literally so scary when it happens. Cause I'll just start like dripping sweat and I'm in so much, there's so much pressure and I'm like, I'm going to faint and die. Like what is happening? <laughs> I have a sibling who like only poops every few days and that's that's flabbergasting me. to me because i sometimes poop multiple times i know and that day. is normal i wish that was my life but she's always been like that like that's the thing is none of her doctors oh. think it's a problem because she's like as long as you've been that way your whole life then that's your then body it's not an issue. see that's but not... i'm like i'm like where's where fucking is it no that's not how i've always been like i remember in high school when i started drinking coffee like once a day now it's like twice a week like it's bad damn yeah it's bad that's why i'm going to the gastro um but yeah because the last time i went i'm bad with medication like i was bad but now i'm better um and it should what is it called again oh shit now it's leaving my brain the name of the medication but it's basically like a little bit higher dose of like a laxative but it's safe it's not gonna like Mm -hmm. you know because i know sometimes people can abuse laxative it's it's not one of my roommates i literally watched her one time mix miralax with wine because she was so constipated and she had to drink miralax often she literally mixed it with wine it was disgusting wow that sounds like a recipe for disaster because every time i drink wine okay so there's a couple things that i will eat like chick-fil-a will always go to the bathroom after chick-fil-a wine always like right really yeah why think of wine and poops oh my god really wine hangovers in college because guys i was so bougie my freshman year of college i would drink like a bottle of whispering angels when we would go out (laughs) i'm not kidding like i'd have my parents i'd have a double bottle of pink moscato yeah i'd have my parents buy me like these like what they're like 12 packs of whispering angels and i would bring them out with me and the next morning oh my god it was crazy Something that I, I had to go and Google because I was like, this has to be a side effect is when I started Zoloft, oh. my poops got kind of crazy and they've evened out a bit, but I literally had to like go and Google it and check like, is this a side effect or like, has my body just gone? <laughs> um, but no, it's a side effect. And I was like, as much as you can go and research them on your own, I really do think that like, 
your psychiatrist should walk you through more of the side effects because I for the longest time percent yeah I didn't know that like you're more prone to like heat exhaustion and overheating when you're on an SSRI oh and I had genuine issues with that where I like vomited from overheating and whatnot yeah and I just thought like hey my body sucks and the answer was my body did kind of suck but some of it was being on SSRIs and you need to be more careful about that when you're on them and I'm like yeah I feel like I know that I get the thing at CVS and I could read all of it but I'm going to no. so tell me okay y'all so now we're gonna get into our motherfucking toxic traits toxic traits so that's just kind of our like cringe like things we don't love to admit yeah this was funny so i so i started i wrote down a couple things that i just like know about myself and then i went to my partner I didn't ask anyone because I was like, I yeah. don't want to know. I one time, like, my <laughs> sister kind of said something one time and I was like, no, tell me. And she was like, well, I think that you use not weaponized incompetence, but something similar to that. And I was like, wow. And I was a little stoned and I think she was on some sort of drugs at that moment. And that was too much. And I don't want to know that much. Yeah. It was funny. I went to Olivia and I was like, huh. And then <laughs> it was just like, okay, cool. I but, don't even know. Yeah. Okay. So the first one, and this is the one I put down because I think this is a toxic trait about me. So I have, like, I'll be bold and I will DM you on Instagram um, or text you. On, um, but unless I really feel comfortable with you, I will not respond. Or I'll leave you on, like, like I won't read it for days because I'm so nervous about it. <laughs> Like I, I, I kind of get that. Like yeah. I have messages like on Instagram that I will like reach out to you. I'll be like, Oh my God, I love your shoes. And then the person will respond to it. And I, I won't look at it. I'm like, I'm, I get too anxious about it. It'll take me sometimes a couple of days, but I get to it eventually. Yes. I get to it eventually. But like, I think it's weird that like I reached out and said something, the person responded and then, and then you become afraid. And then I become afraid. It's so weird. This definitely isn't my biggest one, but it was, maybe it wasn't one of the ones I thought of first, but it's one of the ones that I've thought about for years mm. uh, because you know how Spotify wrapped does Spotify wrapped every yes. year. <laughs> I never share mine. And do you want to know why? Oh, cause it's embarrassing. Yes. <laughs> uh, and do you want to know who's been my top artist for three years running? Bo Burnham. Yeah. Oh, she knows this because wow. I've told you this before. Really? Yeah. Oh my god! But I because just... every year when Spotify Wrapped comes out, I go and tell you about how I can't share. He oh. hasn't come out with anything new since 2021. A also, he does sing and do music, but he's not like a singer. That is not. He is a comedian, right? Um, and Olivia I, will listen to his music sometimes, and I say turn it. Off. I know, but the fact that it's my top artist, yeah. I do think part of it is I listen to very eclectic kind of random music. I don't consistently necessarily listen to the same artist. So I think part of it is just that I don't listen to any one artist enough for like any of them to really be. Sure. But that's also fucking embarrassing that Bo Burnham for three years has been my top artist will probably be my top artist again this year and because i watched a mike's mike episode on glee i've been listening to glee again recently so now glee cast is gonna okay. be one of my top artists glee music is so fucking good it either really hits or really doesn't yeah actually yes that's true but i love glee music it brings me back to my little girl days I, of like loving theater the and other singing. day when i couldn't get myself to clean or motivate i literally just put on say a little prayer for you on yeah. repeat say a little prayer for you the moment I wake up and in that scene in there before I put on my makeup makeup I stay in there prep for you oh my god so amazing fantastic good. I also like how like there's a full chorus of background singers even though there's only so two good. of them forever and ever yes. an amazing song oh, an amazing so song good. but that does mean I think unfortunately Glee cast is probably going to be one of my top artists this year yeah again why I can never share it because mine is the most fucking embarrassing shit in the world my top artist for sure will be renee rap mine's gonna be bo burnham again guys for sure but the thing is and i think the thing about me like olivia always calls me out on it is because i don't like listen to a lot of music like i listen to podcasts more than i do music mm -hmm. but when i'm like listening to music like i listen to the same thing like on repeat I basically create a playlist and the playlists aren't even that big, but it will be all I listen to for a couple of months. Yeah. So kind of whatever just ends up on there is what, what I listen to. Yeah. And I will listen to that until I hate them mm. and then make yes. a new one and start all over. 
What I one of the things I like about Olivia is they're like a playlist person. Like they make playlists like every season, and I, like I'm like, wow, that's so cute. Like, could never be me. I only do it when I become sick of the music because I hate finding new music and I hate like learning new music because I don't like it when it's new. I like it when I've like heard no it like three times. Yes. probably. Um, and I hate finding new music that I like, so I will listen to them until I hate them yeah i feel like that's how i feel about the renee rap album i remember when like her new the new album came out and i was so excited because i loved her ep like i was really getting into her and i listened to the i remember listening to the album the first time and i was like wait i don't think i like any of these and then it took me listening mm-hmm. to them like a couple times and now like i'm obsessed and i'm like i can't believe i ever thought that way mm-hmm. but i feel that i feel that i i resonate with that okay I think this is an actual toxic trait. Like this is giving red flag energy Um, is like if somebody has hurt my feelings or has made me feel some type of way where you should say something to them. I will not say anything. I avoid (laughs) conflict and confrontation literally at all costs. And, you know, this has been at my detriment a lot of the times. And this is something that I've had to work on a lot and I've continued to work on it. Definitely in my relationship, it's gotten a lot better. If you guys remember last, um, December, broke up. <laughs> last December, January, when I came on this podcast and said I was single and then reverse that a month later, um, flip it, switch it, reverse it, reverse Pop it, it, lock it, poke it on it. Exactly. Um, a lot of that was because I had like I wasn't able to mm-hmm. tell like say what I was feeling and I just like let it build and build and build and explode and so I've been so much better and learned so much from that experience and have been so much better about it in my relationship but I I'm think terrible at it with my friendships people like we're really not taught good communication skills no um, and at I, all yeah. and then, like I also I mean I've gotten definitely better at it but truly only because I have had yes I feel like the same way I feel like especially like with you and Liz I'm like because we do this together Liz and I are moving in together I'm like in order like I will lose these friendships if I do not fit like say I've only started doing it with people where it was a situation of like so we either have to talk honestly and communicate or we're like it's not gonna be friends ever again yeah like the amount of people who I've literally just like stopped (laughs) talking too like especially like when I was in high school like you you sort of like my trademark was just like ghosting people almost like just stopping our friendship (laughs) I definitely didn't do that with friends in high school I was a huge pushover but with like the one person I dated for like a week in high school I dated two people both of them for probably about a week um full full definitely I think full ghosted particularly like I remember we had a class together and we sat next to each other in that class oh I had my friend come and take his spot uh so he couldn't sit there and just full pretend to ignore and then the first thing that I actually finally did say to him (laughs) is I congratulated him on his new relationship which okay was a whole thing because turns out he had been cheating on me in the two weeks we were dating um so not that heartbreaking but it was like a whole thing of like him coming to terms with his own identity and ended up like hooking up the guy it was a whole complicated thing yeah anyway yeah I just was like we're gonna pretend this never happened no literally I won't acknowledge you I'm thinking about it right now I dated somebody in the sixth grade for four days and I had a friend break up with him for me because I I couldn't do it I was like and and so my friend at the time broke up with him for me with the person I dated like briefly in the very beginning of college and this is honestly probably one of the worst things I've done in my life um and I didn't really realize I'd done it until senior year we hooked up again and I went back through our old text and I was like "Hmm, maybe I was a piece of shit um but so was he so don't feel that bad yeah um anyway like it was a whole thing where like we're kind of exclusive and he hooked up with someone else at a party I was at which I'm like that is kind of insane that to do. That is so ballsy. Damn. But we were also scene partners at the time. And so during the week, I would act totally like cordial, very detached, normal with him. And then if I would get a little drunk, I maybe would text him. Yeah. Just like being a little like wanting attention. And then during the week, I would not acknowledge it. Partially because I was usually so drunk. I didn't really remember. Yeah. Um, you don't acknowledge did it happen exactly and you know we ended up like hooking up briefly again senior year which worked out poorly but we did have a conversation of like both of us apologized for like hey we were really horrible to each other and I'm sorry about that oh yeah I love that yeah what's another toxic trait you got um 
<laughs> oh no. So sometimes if I drop a makeup brush, I'll set it aside to clean it. And then six months will go by. And then my brain just kind of decides it's been six months. I'll just start using it again. Yeah. A lot of these are just like, I realized like I'm kind of a nasty little goblin. No, I am so, I need to like, that's one of the things I'm getting better. Slowly. That's one of the things I want for Christmas is I just want to chuck all my brushes and get new ones. I cleaned all of my brushes, like thorough cleanse, spent like a while doing it. I hate multiple it. Multiple rounds. I don't like how it like, I, I, I don't know. I don't like my hands getting all pruney. Like I fucking hate it, but my skin says I need it. Yeah. Oh yeah, my God, yeah, that yeah, rhymes. Yeah. Well, it was also honestly the reason that it brought me to finally do it was that all of my eyeshadow brushes were so stained with other eyeshadows that I couldn't use it. them. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I always use like the same sort of like crease color. So I was like, it's fine. I, because I randomly do colors. Yeah. They all start to blend and that doesn't work well. Yeah. I feel you. (laughs) This one's funny. Going the extra mile at work. It's not like I'm signing up to be there like school or camp. I have to make money to be there and to live. Yeah. I literally said that. I do think okay. that like there's a big rise of that in our generation, but I do think like a lot of it is because like you like you used to like stick with a company and if you respected them, they would respect you somewhat. And like people would stay with one company for like their whole career. Right. And like when they retired, they would get a fancy gold watch. And it's like, no, they want all of us to be freelancers. They're trying to fuck us over as much as possible. Literally. Like, I'm not giving you my sweat, blood and tears because you don't pay me enough for that. Right. I love where I work. And I say this, I want to, I'm going to preface this with this. I love where I work. I love the people I'm working with. And I do think yeah. that I do a really good job and I've gotten feedback that I do do a really good job. However, I think that, you know, when I reach that depressive episode in college and coming out of that I have just learned that like I I cannot give everything I do like 110 percent and while I do really like my job and I think I'm a good employee like I am not going to stress myself Mm -hmm. out and cry and all this shit like you said you're not paying me enough for that so like I you know that's just my tea I do a good job but like also, I sell sparkly little pretty things. Stakes aren't that high. Right. And I think like as I get older and I learn more and more about like capitalism and how much we are all being fucking gypped all the time and not being paid enough. Uh, and Billionaires how much- existing is a uh, fundamental failure of our society literally and everybody is like you know like all the things like I think my clueless moment that I had written down is like how much money like I am making uh, like for my paycheck every two weeks and then how much of that just gets ripped away from me because of taxes because I need to put money in a retirement fund and because of this because of that very much do support taxes taxes are necessary we all sure but do you know who should pay a lot more in taxes those fucking billionaires. Yeah. I think I'm just, I get frustrated sometimes like as a 25 <laughs> yes, year old trying to live yes. and I'm like, Ugh. okay, but yeah. And my next one I have here, <laughs> Olivia said, this is one of my toxic trait traits is getting mad at people driving the speed limit. Uh, me too. Yes. Okay. Because well, cause in Massachusetts, like if you're not going at least the speed limit, you're kind of an asshole. <laughs> right. Okay. So the thing is, is I specifically get mad at people who are driving the speed limit or under the speed limit in, in the, the fast lane. lane. Yeah. Get like, what are you doing ass here? out of the fast lane. Do you know what really bothers me? I don't fucking, when people don't use their turn signals, I'm like, oh, it's that bothers so me too. Easy. So easy. Cause I use my turn signals fuck you over. all the time. I'm like overly cautious it's with my so turn signals. Easy. They're right there. I kind of think it's fun. Hit it. it hit is. it. Hit it's it. a little clicky. Right. No, I, I definitely got my dad's like road rage a little bit. I remember. So I like, I was so uncomfortable with my parents road rage growing up and my dad didn't really have it. My mom definitely more. Uh, but I would literally get so uncomfortable and I didn't understand it. And like, literally like when they were driving and we get like angry, yeah. like I remember like just wanting to roll dive out of that car and not Aww. wanting to be there. And then I grew up and started driving and I was like, I fucking get it now. No, I get it. I get it. Literally me today, guys, it was pouring rain and we had something before this. And so like I left early, like I did everything I could to be there on time. And I was still 30 minutes late because of the rain. And because when it rains in New York and people are driving, people fucking forget how to drive. 
but yes, I do get mad at people going the speed limit. Me too. Yeah. Um, here are two two little baby ones. Hey, I kind of like love bombing, and I'm having to train <laughs> myself to like be like, no, don't Not do that. That's love a bad idea. Bombing. But like, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Um, and the other one. This is. <laughs> so I feel really bad killing bugs. Um, but now that I live alone, you know, I have to be a big girl and kill them. A, I have to use so much toilet paper, napkin, whatever, because I I cannot handle feeling the crunch of their little bodies. Yeah. But then I apologize to them. <laughs> before or after? Usually after, because if I say it beforehand, they might get startled and run off, and I do still want to kill them. Um, but, but they're I, dead. But I, you know, <laughs> it's about the thought. <laughs> um, I'm also horrible it's at making so returns. Like funny. I literally have had to stop myself from like doing the thing where you order a couple and return one because it's like, hey, you're not going to, and that's what they're counting on it. And I have, wait, like, I literally have a pair of pants, never even close to fit me, are never going to fit me that you have, and I never fucking return them. And I don't know what to do with them now because they're like, I think Madewell jeans, and I wasted like a hundred fucking dollars. And no, like, I know, you dumb fucking bitch, return it, particularly because in New York. It's so easy for me. I don't have to go far or anything. Right. No, same here. Same and with I my won't place. Do it. No, I have a current stack. Okay. So maybe this is a toxic trait, but I love Abercrombie. I just think their f- clothes fit me well. And so instead of like getting money back when I return something, store I just, credit. I just Free get money. Store, Free, Free money. So I just like continuously do that. And yeah. right now I have like five pairs of pants that I need to return to Abercrombie. Like it's insane. I ordered, I ended up having two spare backup possible options for birthday dresses. So remember how I said it's been almost a month since my birthday. You got to get on that. So I returned one of them this week. Aren't we proud of me? But the other one, they like don't do free returns, so I have to go to like a mail place Ew. and I have to tell them the address I want to mail it to no. and do it myself. And that is so difficult and has made it so I'm never gonna fucking order from them again. Yeah, I, I do not like that. <laughs> um, I well, particularly because like they have a couple drop off locations, but like it's only in like Georgia and California, and I'm like, I'm sorry, you should have at least one in New York. In New York, anyway. So I'm trying to get better about that because I wasted so much money what i love about abercrombie is and i think revolve does this too is they put the return slip in in the box so all you got to do is like boom revolve there are a lot of brands now that use like a a company called like happy returns yeah there's literally a staples where i I don't even have to package you don't even have to bring it i show them a qr and And they go do do it which is great yeah another okay this is a statement from olivia justifying all of your toxic traits because we literally were sitting down having a discussion about them and there is a justification for each one of them so this is similar to what i would say is the only like genuinely probably toxic trait on the list because again it would be a bummer if these were just all of our flaws as humans uh that wouldn't be very fucking funny uh (laughs) but probably my biggest one is i am very good at rationalizing and justifying things yeah not really ever or at least not like, I don't think I often do it in a way that is hurting someone else, but it is in a way where I like am self-sabotaging and fucking over Mm. myself. Um, because I can come up with a rationale and like, I do actually think it's helpful for like acting work of like, I can find a way to justify like, sure. I still brag about this and this is context. Probably not going to make sense to you guys, but we did uh, an acting exercise where, I forgot even what it was called uh, activities mm, and yes my activity was doing my makeup and the teacher said like I've seen so many people doing their makeup and I have almost uh, like they were like I cannot think of a time where I've thought liked it and thought that it was well done and justified mm. and yours was yours is like the one instance of someone doing their makeup where I think it was like well justified and actually worked slay um yeah brag from like six years ago humble brag um not a humble brag full brag full brag uh I still brag about my the ACT scores, which is super lame of me. That's honestly a toxic trait. <laughs> um, but I'm really good at justifying shit. Um, <laughs> Wait, this one's funny. I said needing some sort of drink at every second of the workday, like a little drinkity. Yes. And then Olivia said, that's not toxic, just bougie. And I said, toxic for my wallet. Fair. <laughs> um, another toxic one. I've owned both of Leah Michelle's books, which I would say. <laughs> Are they good? I don't own. Okay, so I loved her first book. <laughs> I don't anymore. Like, 15-year-old me loved her first book. Yes. But I would say her first book 
mostly pictures. Her second book wasn't a book. It was a journal for you to fill out with some prompts. Okay. Not helping her case in selling that in the she reading. can read. In the reading. Um. Okay. So another one that I have, and this is something that I've actually really realized recently. So Olivia and I were talking mm-hmm. and they, they say, they're like, I love you. And I'm not saying this in a mean way. I love this about you. You're needy. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my so God. am I. And then I like really I literally, realized. I, I tell people in my life, I'll sometimes just be like, I need attention. Give I'm me attention. so needy. I literally said, I hate being alone. Like there was one week where Olivia was sick and I was so bored and so needy. I got high three times that week. <laughs> like I was like, oh my God, I'm so needy. Um, yeah. So I'm needy. Uh, this isn't a toxic trait, but it's a, a toxic want that I've said to a couple people probably shouldn't say on a podcast because it's something I say to people and they're like that's bad oh god <laughs> I, I mean it mostly as a joke <laughs> mostly laugh funny um <laughs> oh gosh. okay so I really like my family holidays and so two of my brother-in-laws one of them is from Serbia so his family is obviously all there yeah um he doesn't have any family that lives in the states so he does most of his holidays with us sometimes his family has come over and joined us and one of my other brother-in-laws, his family sucks slash is dead. Uh, <laughs> and so I've sucks said before. I'm dead. <laughs> so I've said before, <laughs> sometimes I've made the joke that I would love if whoever I end up marrying doesn't oh. have a great relationship with their family. Because I love my family's oh, holidays. Yes, you said this. Yeah. And I would love if we could just celebrate our holidays with my family. But the only way that'll happen is if their family sucks. So what if they have a good family and you enjoy celebrating with them, though? But I like my family's holidays. OK, but what if you guys can figure out a way to like. Here's the thing. Like, that's probably what it'll be. And it'll absolutely yeah. be fine. But it's just like. You like I really holiday. love I, I love my family and I love my Aww. holidays and like yeah they're just like really special and like I love our little traditions and I'm sure they will have wonderful traditions that I'll grow to love but there's a little toxic part of me that's like but what if your family just sucks so we can spend all them with my family because right. my family rocks well yeah. they're also deeply flawed <laughs> but I think like I agree with that I remember like feeling sort of because in my past relationships before Olivia like their families weren't like we'd always do it with my family and I always thought the same thing like I like doing it with my family but now I actually really like Olivia's family too I'm sure I will but like but mine's better (laughs) is the tea my last one that I have, and this is something I've struggled with for a while. It's a little deep, but I won't get too deep into it, um, is needing external validation in work and relationships. Like, I need people to tell me that I am doing, like, an amazing job to actually feel like I'm doing an amazing job. I kind of feel like, like, even with people who I know like me, I still, and I'm working on this. I've gotten better. Yeah. But I still, about 10% of the time, I'm like, what if they secretly hate me and they're mm-hmm. friends with me for some ulterior motive? I don't know what the ulterior motive is at this point because I don't have really fucking anything our brains are so crazy yeah. like i feel like doing stuff like that to you because i'll think i'll think weird shit like mm-hmm. that sometimes too and like i've just now reached a point where like probably my closest 15 friends i don't think that about anymore and i'm like they it's been long enough and right they stuck around enough like okay they're probably friends with me because they like me but like it's taken until i'd probably that was only a year maybe year and a half ago that i was like okay my closest friends don't secretly hate me wow our brains are so weird. Bad, bad, bad. brain. Well, um, what? Oh, I'm you gonna got another speed one. Through if I have any more. I gave uh, you guys all mine. It takes me six months to literally do something that takes two minutes. I, <laughs> um, oh, I wait until I'm starving to cook. Um, and I don't. And keep, then you're hungry. Yeah, but I also don't keep snacks in my home because if I have snacks, I eat them. Even if I want food and I can cook food and I have time, I won't. I'll just eat the snacks so girl that I never have snacks. Dinner. Um, that's like girl dinner vibes. Ooh, this is more snobbery than anything, but this probably isn't great to admit. I am more likely to swipe right on someone if they have a good sounding job or they went to like a fancy sounding oh, college. Stop. That's, that's such a normal thing. I know, but like that is kind of a bitchy. And I'm I'm way more likely to do it if someone went to Cornell specifically because Cornell? Like, that's so in it, the middle of nowhere. But if they went to Cornell oh. only because so my I ruined like six generations of Cornell. Oh. And so my like family going back went to Cornell. So for some reason whenever I see it, I'm like they're Cornelian. Are you kidding they're me? good. I think one of my favorite things about like when people ask me about Olivia, I'm like, yeah, they're going to Columbia. Yeah, like, it's because, just like it's they, a little hot. Because they're going to Columbia, I'm, I'm going, going to Columbia. Columbia. Um, 
the last one is I just turned 25 and 24 year olds already disgust me. <laughs> um, I got excited about a free Ziploc bag the other week. A f- just a, f- a singular free yeah, Ziploc bag? I, I forget what the situation was, but I got... A, oh, it's because my aunt had given my sister and I frozen pumpkin oh, bread. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And I finished yes. one of them, so then I got a free... That's not toxic, but just about turning older. <laughs> um, and yeah, Just one Ziploc bag. Just generally, my whole Spotify is just it's bad. Problematic. Bad. Anyway. I love... This it. has been a long... Well, actually, not that long of an no, episode. I love this. That was really fun. It was, was fun to think of like my toxic traits because at first I had a hard time, but once I started rolling, mm-hmm. it, it started coming. I at a certain point had to cut myself off. Yes. And also guys, I'm going to be honest. There were some that I thought of and I was like, I'm not going to write that down because they were a little too like real. Think of the ma- either too real or like think of the makeup thing and then think of like thing, like three things grosser than that. Like yeah. three steps grosser than oh, that. No. And I, I was like, gross shit. I'm not going to admit to that shit. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Maybe once someone pays us to do this, I'll admit to it. There we go. Well, it is nearly nine o'clock and we're going to sign off from you guys. Have a sexy little week. Yeah. Have a great week. Have an amazing Tuesday. And don't. Oh, wait. We didn't even plug our socials. Go follow us on the social media. Yeah. You You can find it. You know where to find us on Instagram at Completely Fucking Clueless. And on TikTok and YouTube at Completely F-C-K-I-N-G Clueless. Woohoo. Please rate and review. Subscribe. And follow. We're kind of tired at this point. Please. Okay, you guys. Have an amazing week. Have an amazing Tuesday. And don't forget to be motherfucking glueless. Hags. Have a great summer. Hags. (laughs) Have you ever heard that? No, I know, but it's good. I know. I just felt like saying it. Anyway, kisses from Monday. Bye, guys. This has been a 58 Ember production. For more shows, please visit the 58 Ember channel, 58ember.com, or find us at 58 Ember Media on socials.